You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. What do you do when you move into a new home and, well, it's not new. It's an older home. It's a fixer-upper, but it's new to you. You hope things go well. You like the architecture. You're kind of drawn into it for some reason. And then slowly things start happening. Noises. Some seem like, oh, that's it's a fan. Fans click. Fans can make noise. But then you soon realize there's more than just the fan clicking. There's tapping on the windows, the pipes are being banged on as if it was a person underneath the floorboards with a large wrench. Scratches appearing on your body. And then eventually it follows you to work. It follows you on vacation and continues to torment you and your family wherever you may go. How do you handle this? How do you get something like that to stop? Do you threaten it? Do you battle it? Do you reason with it? Do you bring other people in? How do you deal with a ghost that wants to subject you to hell? That is the question that one family struggles with in our next story. Take a listen. First, let me say what I'm about to post here is all true. God is my witness. My wife and I were able to get a much bigger and better home in an older upscale neighborhood due to my father dying in 2008 and leaving me some life insurance money. We looked diligently everywhere and even lost some earnest money on a brand new home that we decided just was not big enough for us. We finally found a beautiful old brick home that we found through a local realtor's website that was quite a bit more than what we had intended to spend. The funny thing is, we decided to do a drive-by and decided that it was not for us, yet we could not find anything else that even appealed to us. We ended up driving by this house several different times in the span of a week. We'd still look at it on the realtor's website. We decided to contact the realtor and do a walkthrough. When arriving there, an old woman answered the door and you could tell that she was not quite herself, probably because of her age. And doing the walk through the house was quite fancy. And you could tell that it had been recently remodeled sometime before, even though the home was built in 1976. There was one room that smelled bad. That was the old ladies and the atmosphere in that room was thick and heavy. The realtor noticed it and said it smelled that way because she was being cared for in that room. 
Right away, I fell in love with it, even though there were some small areas that needed repairing. Later that night, I asked my wife what her impression was, and she told me that we need to keep looking and not jump into it. I think a week went by, and I talked her into buying it and putting earnest money down on it. Funny thing is, the same day we put money down in the house, a certain older movie with Tom Hanks called The Money Pit was playing, and we reluctantly and jokingly watched it, hoping this was not a bad omen. Unfortunately, this bad omen turned into a horrible, chilling nightmare. Immediately after moving into this house, strange and odd noises would happen throughout the night, not allowing us to get much sleep. Doors would be shut if we left them open, or open if we left them shut. Lights would be on when we came home and we had them off. The TV would sometimes change channels by itself. We slept with the ceiling fan on and this fan would constantly make a tapping sound when being awake in bed. Upon waking up in the middle of the night, the fan would not be tapping at all. And within a few minutes, it would start tapping again. It would not tap at all when not in use. After experimenting with this fan, I finally realized that something was tapping the fan while it ran. When running full blast, the tapping sound would almost stop and be non-existent. Then after a few nights of running full blast, the tapping sound began more prominent and would weaken, stop, start up again constantly. Meanwhile, when we were away at work all day and came home that evening, my wife's things would be in different places than they were when we left. And sometimes they'd be in the oddest of places. I started using the ceiling fan in the living room and it started making the tapping noise that would come and go I concluded that whatever was tapping the fan does not like being bothered by high volumes of air, causing them to fight harder to float about. They hit the fan, letting us know that they hate it, making us think that something is wrong with it because of the annoying tapping noise that they make that we would turn it off. Also, the center of the fan is where there is hardly any wind turning, and that's where they're more comfortable. We finally realized that after watching a lot of paranormal programs in the past that our new dream home was haunted. Every night we'd awake to some loud noise or tappings and poppings in the house. And finally, one night when we were watching TV, a loud banging sound came from the kitchen that started overpowering the TV sound. It was a water pipe that was being hit with something under the kitchen floor and being hit hard. I rushed into the kitchen and turned on the light and it stopped. I realized that a ghost was responsible and yelled out loud for it to do it again and it would not. I turned out the lights and turned around and headed back to suddenly hearing a loud bang, bang, bang. This really shocked me because I had communicated, so to speak, with a ghost or something. Then things started getting out of hand. where we started hearing invisible full-bodied footsteps everywhere from the attic to the rest of the house. The entity would walk right out in front of us while watching TV and you could not see it at all but could hear every footstep it took. Then a split second... It would start walking behind us. We were creeped out. You bet. I would yell out loud and tell it to leave. And this is my house. And this caused it to retrieve to the old woman's bedroom. And you could hear it walking around in there. I forgot to tell you that we have not fully moved in yet at all because of this. There's stuff in our two-car garage that needs to be in the house. We're going to buy some more furniture and have an expensive home theater system that's still in boxes. The entity started walking right behind my wife all throughout the house with or without me being there. I got mad and told it to leave her alone and asked it to knock two times if it was a good spirit and one time if it was bad. It knocked two times indicating good. 
I know this was stupid because they can lie, but I was terrified and not thinking straight. I said that if you're good to leave us alone and leave our home, and that's when all hell broke loose. And this thing started tapping the windows constantly, popping all areas of the house very loudly. We both started having bad and scary dreams. The thing would throw a major fit in that bedroom and make loud popping sounds and hitting the walls right after my wife left for work and I'm trying to still sleep for two more hours before I have to get up. One morning, it started hitting the wall adjacent to my bedroom, hitting it with a series of three knocks consecutively over and over, which seemed to put me in a trance while in bed and I was being strangled by my bedsheet. This seemed so real to me, even though I woke up with nothing around my neck and no marks. I was scared to come home later that night after work, but I eventually did go home after calling my wife and her coaxing me. I used the company computer to research all areas related to evil and demonic spirits and how to combat them. This entity started scratching my wife first, even bringing blood out in public, meaning it would follow us. It started to follow us to the places where we work. It would be with us driving into town. It would show up or go with us on trips. I started yelling at it out loud, cursing at it, and calling it bad names, telling it to stop. It worked for a short time, and then something four-legged with sharp claws would start pacing that bedroom and would growl out loud and make deep grunting noises. We kept that bedroom door closed. My wife goes to work early in the morning before I do, and this creature came out of that bedroom and walked on the hardwood floor to my bedroom and stopped right in front of the closed door. Suddenly, my bed started vibrating violently with me lying in it. I was terrified. I started praying to God and then shifting my prayer to St. Michael, the archangel, and immediately my bed stopped vibrating and this thing started walking away from my door with one of its hind legs dragging and limping. This empowered me to jump out of bed and swung open my door and jumped out into the hallway and saw nothing. I heard a small creaking noise on the floor a few yards in front of me and ran down to that area and I immediately stopped because I heard whimpering in front of me and saw nothing. I was dumbfounded. It eventually stopped after a few seconds because the sun just started to rise through the window. I went on to work that morning, scared out of my mind and told my wife about my experience later that night. This terrified her. That night it started pacing that bedroom floor again, so I went after it with some holy water and praying and went through the whole house and spent about an hour doing so and focusing on that bedroom the most. Nothing happened at all, and everything was quiet. I sat down for 15 minutes and I started getting sicker than a dog and had to run to the bathroom. I was vomiting and had the runs for two whole days afterwards. The next evening before getting dark, I put baby powder on the floor in that bedroom and as soon as it fell dark these things started walking around i had to bravely go into that room and see if there were any prints and boy i had the mother load the front paws are v-shaped with tiny dermal rigid dots outlining the hole underneath v the back prints are sort of egg-shaped with three sharp claw prints on each side of it the entity has scratched my $1,300 brand new wooden dining room table, our brand new king-size bed with claw marks in the metal artwork, and our car right after I just got done waxing it. Both my wife and I have woken up with bruises and scratches on our bodies. We constantly get headaches and are sicker than normal. I said enough is enough and challenged it out loud to bring it on several times and nothing ever happened other than tapping noises and loud popping. 
I print out special prayers that were exorcism prayers and read them out loud one night. And three hours later, it took it out on my wife and attacked her physically, making me think she had a heart attack. I called the ambulance and followed them to the emergency room. They ran every test imaginable, and five hours later, the doctor comes back with the results and says, I cannot find anything wrong. Everything looks good. She looks at me. Then an ice-cold hand went into her chest and squeezed her heart. Folks, I thought I was losing my wife that night because of a possible heart attack when it happened. I told my wife to constantly pray for protection and that I would go for us both. Don't get me wrong, I'm scared to death of what we're experiencing, but it must act to call its bluff. I kept challenging it and calling it bad names, telling it to leave my wife alone and take on a man, me, and not a weak woman. It would only bruise and scratch me while I slept for revenge on me. It never physically attacked us after that. It would only still bruise us and scratch us after we slept. I contacted a psychic and they said that there's a low-level demon dog there. We were terrified. We had a priest come and bless and anoint our home within a few days. This did not work. We even contacted the Catholic Church and they believed us and had a priest come and bless the home, which also did not work. I tried to talk to them into doing an exorcism and they would not investigate it or take it further. So we started to call psychics and mediums and they all said that our home was filled with spirits and that one evil nasty one was controlling them. They remotely tried to get rid of them all to no avail. I then found two separate psychics mediums that I paid for them to fly out and stay a few nights, both stating that they could get rid of everything being in the house. The first one was a joke and a waste of money. The second one did make a difference right away. He supposedly got rid of all the spirits except the main evil one. How do I know this? There was immediate difference in the house after he left. The noises and the sounds and the bad smells pretty much diminished. He crossed over some trapped spirits that were being held there against their will. Ever since then, it's been more tolerable, but it is still there. All the psychics and mediums did state that an elderly man is the main entity causing all this trouble, and they think that the demon dog is the guard of the portal that is supposedly in our basement. They say that this dog has also influenced this man's spirit to be evil. I did a lot of research on the previous owners. They were atheists, and the old lady is one of the last Holocaust survivors who's still living. She had denounced God for what she had been put through. They also had to smuggle her out of the concentration camps in a dead girl's coffin. I found all this info from the next-door neighbor who had known them for several years. The old lady is still alive in a nursing home in Texas and suffering from dementia. She's in her late 90s. Her husband died at work back some 13 years ago, and they say that it's him in our home and that he's mad that they sold his home. He still thinks that it's his. Her adopted atheist daughter and her husband got a divorce right after we had bought the house from them. They're also not here. We've also had so much bad luck with this house while all the scary stuff was happening. Our sewer backs up in our basement. The central air conditioning starts going bad. We thought we had it fixed. Three months later, the compressor burns up. The satellite system goes out completely. The brand new high-tech washer starts beeping on its own while not even running. One of my cars develops a short in its wiring and had to practically give it away. Light bulbs are burning out. We decided to sell it and list it for six months with a realtor and had not one hit. 
I ended up spending a total of $4,500 on all the different psychics and mediums and all the candles and sea salt and different crystals and different herbs to combat this entity and do the house cleanings. We've done everything possible that you're supposed to do to try to get rid of this entity. And yes, we've both prayed relentlessly to God and to St. Michael, and God has somewhat answered our prayers. We have crucifixes, Bibles, religious artifacts everywhere. You see, after everything we've done to fight it, still living here for 14 months, this thing is not evil anymore, just somewhat annoying with occasional tapping and pops. The bruising and scratching have diminished pretty much. Electrical items are not going bad as quickly. It seems to be losing the battle finally, or at least I think it's losing. It's not as powerful as it was. My experience combined with what I've researched is this. Do not be angry in the home and do not argue. Do not be afraid at all. I know better said than done, but believe you me, we have learned not to be afraid of it anymore. That is what it feeds off of. Of it being afraid and arguing, chaos, so to speak. It feeds off negativity, so do not feed it. Also, God is the one who has empowered me to fight this thing. You see, every time I pray or read the Bible out loud or even to myself, it lets me know that it does not like it by tapping the window and popping the house loudly. Yes, you can read your mind. It still does the tappings and the occasional poppings, but much weaker than before. The popping sound is when it goes through a solid wall or floor, and the louder it does it, the angrier it is. Also, when it rains or it's very humid, the entity is quiet. I think it can't stand the water because it helps to drown out the electrical current that it's made up of. It makes it lethargic or slower. The question is, can we live with it being weaker and wait to see if it finally leaves or God takes it away? Or do we relist it with a realtor and try to sell it? The entity has caused us to be financially burdened somewhat. Right now we're in the middle and take it day by day. We'll probably eventually sell and get something cheaper and pocket the difference, try and start over with a fresh beginning. I do not know if I should say anything if it's still there when we sell it because it probably would not sell then. I just wish this were all just an awful bad dream and that I would wake up and it was over. Non-believers will believe only when they are subjected to hell. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. Want a commercial-free experience of the show with access to the world's largest audio archive of ghost stories? Sign up at Apple Podcasts right now and try it for three days free. Ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash Real ghost stories.